Hey guys, this is Alex. I just want to put something in here before we get to my discussion with Alan about Fire Force. Because the world's kind of falling apart right now. And, you know, I am a millennial. I get it. You want to be outside. You want to be doing shit with your, with your friends. And everybody's telling you you shouldn't. Um, and I just, so like, just a, a side note. I'm also a millennial who is, has a lot of experience with life-shortening, life-endangering illness. I, If you've listened to this podcast before, you've heard that I am a childhood brain cancer survivor, a, two, a two-time childhood brain cancer survivor. If you've come to see my panels, which <laughs> might not happen this year, um, then you know that I, I'm, I'm also physically disabled. So I'm actually probably one of the people who is most susceptible to COVID-19. Now I'm not, I'm of course, everyone's worried about getting it, but I'm not super worried about getting it. I am successfully, very successfully social distancing and keeping to myself and, you know, me and my roommate are keeping to ourselves. We don't really interact with literally anybody else um, except for a close friend and family who we, you can be sure we make sure wash up before they are in our presence because that is a potential infection point. And so what I wanted to say up here is because specifically Actually, because we're talking about Fire Force, and I said this in the test recording that I'm not going to put up because it has too much personal information about us, um, to Alan, that this is a really apt time to be talking about a show like Fire Force because of what Fire Force kind of models for the world in terms of civil service, in terms of a affliction that the world has to deal with, not just individuals. And towards the end of towards the towards the as you in close as you go through the story, you start to realize that it's not individual characters fighting the like big bad scary invisible evil of spontaneous combustion. It is the whole, um, the whole, the whole cast of the show with the exception of the bad guys, of course. And it it kind of resonated with me because I keep seeing all these reports of people going on spring break. I keep seeing all these reports of people doing dumb shit and also mirroring reports that, a huge amount of the cases in all over the country are actually comprised of people of young adults and people my age, because we don't know how to keep our hands to our fucking selves again. Also bad at washing our hands. I've washed my hands more in the past month than like I ever have, which is saying something about me and society and a lot of horse shit. Um, but I really just wanted to put this in here and let everybody know that you should be social distancing 
It will give people, it will give the world the time it needs to figure out what it has to do about all of this stuff, about coronavirus and, you know, all of it. And I know it's hard and I know it's, it's really lonely. Believe me, I know it's really lonely. But the bottom line is, is that as everybody keeps saying, we are all in this together. This isn't just about you. This isn't just about me. This isn't just about one person. It is about everyone. Will there be people? Will people make it through coronavirus? Yes. The question is how many people will make it through and how okay will we be when this ends? In the same way that. The fire force, the 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 fire the fire soldiers have to deal with infernals on a case by case basis as quickly as possible. That is the way medical staff needs to deal with COVID nineteen cases. And the same way that, um, and we talked about this actually at length in the podcast, that Asakusa treats infernals and the idea of becoming an infernal means that the community is involved, we need to treat this epidemic. We are all in this together. Anytime you think about, oh, I want to go to this party. Oh, I want to go to spring break. Oh, I wanted, I wish Comic-Con wasn't canceled. I wish E3 wasn't canceled. I wish my social life wasn't canceled. Remember, we're doing this so we can all have a social life after this. Because we are all in this together. And now that that super dark note is taken, um, after a short advertising break and a like weird little intro, because this is a conversation between me and Alan, actually uh, going to go find the opening to Fire Force, um, you'll hear me and Alan's conversation about Fire Force. I hope you like it. Sorry to be such a Debbie Downer. Talk to you soon.
Awesome. Awesome. Hey, everybody. My name is Alex, and you're listening to Lunchbox Radio, and that voice you already heard is... How do you want me to introduce you, by the way? I never ask. I don't... So that's the problem. I actually don't know how to want to be referenced. Like, everyone on the servers know me as the anime connoisseur, but effectively, my name is Alan, by the way. Um... But yeah, it's super fun, always. Just whatever you want to call me. Um, well, I, I'll go with Alan, because the anime yeah. console is a long title. It is a long title, um, but I think it's deserved. I've earned that badge. <laughs> yeah, do you still write about anime anywhere? I, I don't anymore, but I need to. I need to get back into writing, considering I stopped doing it at the turn of this year, but effectively... I, I was writing almost every season a seasonal write-up and then about anime that I was interested in or was watching completely through. So, yeah, I need to get back into that. If I start writing up again, I'll definitely let you know. Yeah, wh- where can people find your old writing? Oh, boy. I, I don't even... Jeez, where did I put that right now? I don't even remember right now. But okay. I used to do it on WordPress. I used to do it with uh, Nintendo City, a little bit of writing for video games. But yeah. Oh yeah, that that I remember that you told me you did some video game columns here and there. Yeah. Um, but we are here to and like so this entire fucking day, I am like increasingly realizing that we're doing a very dark show for the times we are in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but it maybe that's what we need right now because yeah, you know and what? I'm also, like no, this this just seems like I'm okay with this. <laughs> I'm very okay with this considering I need my I need another season of this. Being honest, I need another season of this. Oh no, I do too. I so, so the show that we're talking about is um you probably can pronounce the Japanese be- name better than me, but Fire Force is the right. English name. Um here, let me <laughs> let me like ex- let me see if I can I can shoot my shot at this. Um Enen no Shobutai. So effectively yeah. It means f- fighting, fi- fighting force of sorts, you know. So it, it's it's pretty cool. It's really good. But... So a little bit of background for how I came to this property, not even show. I I have a soft spot in my heart for um, Soul Eater. My I'm man like over here, a man after my own heart. Weird that, like, I even watched Soul Eater not because I'm like, I want, I just want more of this weird ass fucking show. Where yep. for some reason, the dude with the weird gauntlet nightmare sister got his <laughs> own episode. Why nobody knows? Yeah, we just accepted it. It was more art, like, and it was done. <laughs> well, also like, so, and I'm working on a panel about this, but mm-hmm. um. Assuming that any normal conventions ever happen ever again. Oh um, yeah, let's see. Oh boy. Um, cur- currently the uh, head editor of Anime News Network is on a shakedown campaign with AX to try and get it canceled because <laughs> it's like in a month, and he's like, "Motherfucker, this ain't uh, safe." Oh boy! It, if it, if it does happen, I bet so... you he's gonna be the same person on a panel, going ahead and just remote with a television in the Zen Center, being, "Thank you for coming, everyone. Thank you for coming." And that's yeah, it. No, th- like th- I have no doubt. I've, I've at this point met the head publisher of Anime News Network, and they will straight up just not send people to cover it. They like yeah. will be like, "Nope, uh, uh-uh. uh." Yep. 
Makes sense. Um, Makes which sense. is like their trump card, I guess. And I can entirely imagine Christopher McDonald being like, yeah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, But I came to this show actually while I was on vacation. Oh, wow. In Italy. Because, Ooh. so, he, I read manga at a disturbingly fast clip. But what that means is I read huge blocks of it at a time, like hundreds of chapters at a time. And that's really what consumes the time is like me sitting with an iPad, pumping it into my skull. Pretty much. And a lot of that is because I'm better at reading right to left than left to right. It's a side dominant thing. But I... So I generally only do it when I have enough time, which means like either on the off-season because my family's business is seasonal, or when I'm on vacation. And usually Hmm. when I'm on vacation, I do a lot of it because there's, like, no TV. I'm, like, sitting in bed for half an hour. It's somewhere in, like, somewhere in the world. I'm just like, okay, let me load this up. And I looked at Fire Force, and I recognized the guy who created Soul Eater. I'm like, let me give this a weird try. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I read it for, and then the other problem is because I, that's the way I end up reading manga, I drop off at weird times, and I yeah. try to pick things up, like last times, usually uh, like six months to a year before they are like anime properties or people know about them. Yep. Like, I went into domest- the domestic girl, the domestic girlfriend thing, like, oh, oh I know what the fuck you guys are about to see. Oh, man, okay. Another time we gotta talk about domestic girlfriend because this 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 manga this manga this guy man if you're reading it today go get your lives checked out this is some you are trash person like also if you if you're reading this on a weekly basis you need God like God has abandoned us like it's still going. Yes, it is. It's it's. Oh my goodness, we gotta talk oh, about that's, it. That's bad. <laughs> it got. I'm that trash. Oh my god. I'm reading it weekly, and I know God is like, you're you're fucked, bro. Get out of here. Get yourself in a dumpster fire. That's in Dude. another dumpster fire because you've done fucked up. <laughs> I continue to episode five of, Isika, of um what's it, of, like, Alien Girl Whorehouse or whatever the fuck that show is. Like, mm-hmm. I continued to episode five of that. I'm like, oh, they dropped this in episode three? Let me continue. Yep, 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 yep. And I know. that was paid off only by this, like, just the smallest bit of dumb world building I've ever seen. They yep. go to hell. They like, go to, like, a hell world. And there's just this <laughs> lady in the background. I clipped her out and I showed her to, um, have you listened to any of my episodes with Slate? No, I haven't. I haven't gotten to. You should go l- listen to Isekai Reviewers episode. He's on that one. It's mm-hmm. about the Isekai Reviewers dropping thing. Yep. But he's like, how can you keep watching this? And, uh, and on, on Twitter, I'm like, this is why. And I posted this picture of this on-fire woman, like fully clothed, just yep. in flames, just yep. walking in the background like she's going to get the groceries or some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is why. This, this is, is why. the bullshit that, like, I'm like, yes! <laughs> and then I just, like, now also they did, like, Tsukiyaki off of a salamander woman, but, like, yeah. 
That's not what I'm here for. That's fine. That's that can just that'll be a time. But like on fire lady in the background for no reason. Yeah. That's it. That's the prime. That's the prime stuff. Oh man. People on fire. Okay. (laughs) People on fire. Let's talk about fire fires. We we, we can go down this rabbit hole a long time. But people on fire. That's how I came to this show. So, like, I saw this show, and then I want to say, like, three months, I read a ton of this. I read up to the point at which they're in the tunnels fighting the evangelists. And then I was just, like, I it kind of, like, dropped away, and I forgot about it. And then I saw the... Then I saw started seeing all the announcements, and I saw the character yeah. designs. I'm like... This like this is gonna be a fun show, yep. and I I would told it would totally proven through through from the first episode because yo some animators got some budget to make some fire happen. And oh oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was like the, fir- oh. the first episode. I'm like oh fuck this is what we're doing okay. Mm-hmm. And the first episode and actually the last episode are like my favorite animation wise. Really? Because there's the most like. Well, so the last episode probably has something to do with the fact that I went out and I bought myself a cheap IKEA Sonos based sound system in the middle <laughs> of the show because uh-huh. those speakers came out, which if you're looking for like a cheap surround sound option, those are fucking fantastic. Yeah. And they're like 100 dollars and change yeah. a piece but um hmm but that show has really really excellent sound quality like probably yeah. of the stuff that came out that season probably the best so like it made it worth it to like have the speakers on both sides of me and watch it like a movie in my old like viewing studio, not the one I have now, which is still totally worth it. But like that was like I was like on Star Tours or something, like, yes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that was a ton of fun. So how did you did you read the manga for this first or how did this go for you? So here's the thing. I went ahead, I knew, and I read it, I started reading it when it came out, I dropped it off for a while, because effectively, I got up to the point where they had the, they had finished inside that little town for, for that group, um, before the tunnels, the arc before the tunnels. Yeah, the arc before the tunnels, yeah. Yeah, so, when I finished that arc... I stopped because I said, I want this to be animated. This needs to be animated, yeah, and I'm going to give I it a break that. to see what's going to happen. Um, so effectively, I put this on hiatus on for reading for me um, until we got an anime for it. So, oh, so you didn't see the tunnels until the animated version. That must have been yeah. fun. Because <laughs> you oh. didn't know it, like... I, I the was whole so like Maki's gonna fuck him up thing was about to happen. Like I was just like, yes, we're getting a, we're getting a Maki punching this dude in the face. Let's go. Exactly. So I got to see all. I got to experience the tunnels fresh, and I I'm not gonna lie. I'm so thankful I didn't do I didn't read it because I was able to appreciate David production 
that much higher going back and reading the tunnels i'm like oh my god david production you have my heart and soul words out to you because you people know how to put together a show like man uh, it's so good it was such a nice so just like, out of curiosity at the like quality that they put this out at because like the whole show looks fucking incredible mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. long do you think it'll take them to do another season Oh man, that's a good point. Cause I, I here's the thing, the weird thing was they had planned. They didn't plan for 24 episodes. When they originally launched the idea, it was only I think um, 12 or 13 episodes actually. Yeah, um, that sounds right. I think it was 12 or 13 episodes originally. Then out of nowhere, it just became it blew up to get the 24 um and it just happened it just happened it was like that that first like the first episode sequence mm-hmm. is like hey they they've es- essentially used the manga as a storyboard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and say thank god they did that and they but they go faster than my hero academia does which sometimes feels like they're going like a page an episode you want to shake them yeah exactly <laughs> Mm-hmm. But, so they had it all kind of laid out for them, and yeah. they just took the initiative of being like, okay, we're fucking going for this. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. added, I would bet, because the, the way I know that Bones deals with My Hero Academia, they write it backwards. Yeah. yeah. And that's why the first episode is always a filler episode in those seasons, which is weird, because they want a way to like ease you back into the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they write it backwards because they want to see where they can like drop in extra episodes or like expand little moments to make yeah. it like longer, yep. for lack yep. of a better word. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if they went so like beat by beat in Fire Force that I I wonder. I mean, I know that it's way far that the manga's far enough along now for another season but I wonder how long it will take them because the animation cuts are really good Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and and I love the fact that 24 episodes they flew by a lot of content honestly like if you read the manga you know where they're at right now and I'm not gonna lie they went through a lot of arcs like inside of it they went through one, two, three, four, five, six, seven arcs. Seven arcs they got through yeah. in twenty four episodes. That's a lot of stuff. And these are not just like, oh, you know, five five chapters in arc. No, no, they're we're talking like almost eleven tr- some chapters in arc almost. So it's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, take a beat back. Like you're killing it, you know. Which was awesome. It was really awesome to hear. But I, at this point, I, I'm almost nervous because I feel like it's going to become another Attack on Titan concern in when it comes back, where we have to wait maybe two years or, or something to get another Fire Force season out. I think the thing that the thing that happened with Attack on Titan is, I'll, okay, I'm not the biggest fan of that show because it, a, it, at some point, I'm told that show got super anti-Semitic. <laughs> Oh, wow. Um, and, like, 
somebody was asking me like one time, like, why don't you like that show? I'm like, I get real Nazi vibes from that show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mm-hmm. get like real the the big evil naked baby men are the hunted, not the hunters <laughs> kind of creepy vibes. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. this is this is history from the winners one oh one. And mm-hmm. like the person looked at me like, Holy fuck. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're right. <laughs> and <laughs> like like a couple months ago, it they like revealed that the Titans spoiler alert for Attack on Titans. Um, they revealed that the Titans are basically like it, that version's Jewish people, and they took them all and put them on an island to sequester them as like an island prison situation. Mm-hmm. And like the. So basically, the big evil secret of, of the basement ended up being, hey, anti anti-Semitism. There and you like, go. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. can feel that from like minute one. That's not great. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. also, that show had lots of points where it just de- it just doesn't like. It looks. It doesn't make you this, feel good. Like watching it, you just get those like bone chills that you're like am I really watching this? No, no, no. And also I talked about this on my Helsing episode. Mm -hmm. Attack on Titan definitely feels like it's designed for like the 14 year old boy in us all Mm -hmm. on some level. Like down to the point where like, okay. This this is super off off cuff. Like in terms of what it's doing. (laughs) <laughs> but like I'm not gonna lie like it was it changed a lot from a shonen show to a political intrigue to literally just what the fuck are we retelling like the holocaust right now what the fuck is this and then it became like now we're fighting them as like a, it, it was gotten so off court like there's so many things that it's doing which i love the fact it's doing something really messed up and different for like anime and manga but then i'm also like you guys need to do something about this like you can't like write this <laughs> as like it's 2020 like, son you can't be doing this this ain't like, allowed <laughs> Yeah, like they move. Like, do you know they move the right, the actual whole thing? So now it's like normally this anime and manga was inside of Shonen Jump weekly. You know, all yeah. good, whatever. It got to a point by the time they got to, um, I want to say almost just after they reached the sea. Once they hit that point, they had to move the whole manga to Seinen. So nice. it only it only goes ahead. And releases once a month now, just because of the content. And it's like, Jesus, what the fuck? Wow! Like that's that, how far that's down. Not the a good look, yo. Gone. That's how far down the rabbit hole they've gone. It's like, oh man, this thing releases once a month, has more pages, and it's intense. Like, what the heck? And and I'm not gonna lie to you, reading it now, still, I'm like, bruh. This is 2020. I thought we were doing better than this. <laughs> okay. So I so then this is 
this is an off-topic thing, and then we'll, I'll, we'll try to slide back on topic. Oh, man. But, um, I had a friend one time who, I forget what we were talking about. I think we might have actually been talking about Helsing or, like, some comedy manga where, like, the girl of the, the some comedy show where, like, the girl of the show dresses up as a Nazi as, like, a dominatrix thing. And he looks at me straight and he goes, okay, what's the deal with the Japanese and the Nazis? I'm like, they were on the losing side. They never did anything to correct the, like, <laughs> thought errors that happened as a result of it. So, like, this is what Germany might look like if Germany was not like, okay, we fucked up hard. Mm-hmm. If Germany was just like, okay, we fucked up, but we're just not going to teach that we fucked up ever. <laughs> and so, like, Nazi, like, Nazi... The, like, Nazi motif mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is, like, a pop culture thing in Japan. Yep, yep. And, like, going into stuff, you just have to understand that. Like, things like Helsing Ultimate, where, oh no, it's the Nazis, we need to go murder Nazis, are not mm-hmm. the norm. Things like, um, mm-hmm. that manga, Yujo Senki, Yujo Senki, the saga of Tanya. Perfect example. It is yes, a literal exactly. anime like, about the Germans. I, I was fucking like ripping my chair arms like fucking old man anger. <laughs> it's like, why the fuck is this the most popular show this season? Like, <laughs> fuck. I, by the way, I love the side of Tanya. You do. And I'm just like, dude, you're oh. darker than me. They'd come for you first. <laughs> the worst. Okay. I'm literally off topic, but when that movie came out, I was in that theater, and it was like six of us. I swore we were going to break down the door and be like, we got you, suckers, now! Like, oh, shit. And we knew there were some of you still lying around. You're going to see Time of the Evil, and I'm like, no, I'm not, because I would be kept alive as an example. Find <laughs> ones that look like him. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, but, no. So, Fire Force is great about like a lot of that motif. Though they do a really good job in their motifs, and that they have like a church, like the whole idea of their Fire Force usage and it coming from effectively a bigger plane in the church. Um, and then they have Evangelius. Is is interesting. I think it's a super cool thing that they're doing something different. You know, with yeah, and. What we the way we got into anime Nazis was mm-hmm. I I think that when Fire Force releases the second season it won't have the same problem as Attack on Attack. Titan yeah. because the drop off isn't there like yeah. you gotta what thing that people forget about Attack on Titan is they spent most of the first season trying to move a fucking big rock mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep so yep. like. Fire Force is like, okay, we're, cu- we're doing this arc, and then we're doing this arc, and then we're doing this arc, and they keep moving forward, and they yep. keep building. So, like, even their idea of a tournament arc, which, like, I slightly didn't remember and was, like, a little like, oh, we're already here? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Unless it's what I remember. Was mm-hmm. just, like, a reason to get him in a room alone with another character. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it looks at that, like, 
stuff that could take forever. So I don't think it will have the same problem because people remember, oh yeah, this show, this awesome looking fucking show that is not a slog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just so everyone's aware, Fire Force effectively is it's an anime where you go ahead, we are following the character Shinra Kusabe. Um he's looking for his long lost brother who at the beginning, he believes is dead, um, yeah. but he wants to become the hero, like his mom and his brother always claimed him to be and called him to be. Um, but he has what's called the devil's feet, I believe, or the devil's footprint. I always forget what it is. but It's called the devil's footprint, and we should qualify here that basically for some reason in this show's world, most of the world has succumbed to fire. And mm-hmm. because anime rules in Japan, the only place the only left, way... the only place like left that's habitable that's not just constantly fucking inflamed somehow is the country of Japan. And I forget what they what it renamed itself. Yeah, um, I don't the, the Holy Soul Empire, I think it is. Mm-hmm. And as a result of whatever did the burning. People have been born with various levels of telekinetic powers, and they're called first generation. I think they just used the word pyrokinetic. Yep, just pyrokinetics. Um, second generation pyrokinetics and third mm-hmm. generation pyrokinetics. Correct. Only the way that it works is in reverse of the way you think it is. The third generations are the people who have like the fucking insane powers. The first yep. generations are like the ones who can like make the air shimmer or something. So first generation was they can they can light fires. Second generation is fire manipulation. Third generation is actual attachment of fire to ex- as an extension of your body. Um, if okay, I remember gotcha. Correctly, if I remember correctly again, it's been a hot so second. Have... I have to remember that. You have um do we do we meet any first generations? Uh, I don't think, at all? Not that I remember. Not that I remember. Yeah, not do, that I, I don't remember. remember. We definitely meet second generations and we meet third generation. The third generation is the main character, Shinra. He mm-hmm. his power is basically he has actual boy feet, but actual feet instead of just like booster jets. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, which leads to lots of great like break dancing fight moves. Oh yeah, oh yeah, those dance, those those fights with Shinra are great. Like he like, there's a lot of great fights where it's just him flying around, break dancing and throwing in kicks just to go ahead and, and edge in real good. And I will tell you, they spent their time animating this show lovely. Like, there are so many, like, you, the biggest thing that always becomes an animation concern is background fire. How do you sell how dangerous fire is? And this show did a great job at that. Like, it showed both the taming of it, but then the destructive nature of it. And it still went ahead and added on this ability to manipulate it really nicely. And they added, like, a lot of flair to what manipulation of fire really means. Like... They did a great job at that. And so, the kind of story 
story purpose that like the generational fire pyrokinetics have is they are the only people in the world who can't spontaneous who can't experience what's called spontaneous combustion, which is exactly what it sounds like. You as a normal person burst into flames. But what that means in Fire Force isn't just that you like all of a sudden you catch fire. It's that you become what they you become what's called an you infernal. Be- yep. Which you is kinda like a fire demon. Yep. And this so I talked about this on um my episode about um Demon Slayer. Yeah. But there's a the aspect of dealing with bad guys a lot that's missing in a lot of shonen anime, and that is any kind of empathy for what has happened to them. One yeah. of the best episodes of um, My Hero Sorry. Academia is, mm-hmm. uh, I think, the lead-in episode of season two, where you follow twice, and you see that like he's not well. Yep. yep. And like society has pushed him out and the reason why he's a bad guy is because that's the only place left for him that accepts someone like him. Mm-hmm. And, and they even showed, I think, an, in, an, in an episode, literally just his whole backstory. Like, why is he the way he is? Why is he wearing a mask? Yeah, that's that, like, that, that episode. And it was, it was so well done. It was such a and great kind of thing. I think that My Hero Academia would be even stronger than it currently is if it did more with that stuff, if mm-hmm. it didn't just give you the sob story to like place a place a villain in the like narrative of the show the way it does with um the like creepy hands guy. Yep. But that was the, that was um that was definitely the. Studio Bones taking license for an episode to get you back into the show the way they usually do. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the thing I love about, um, I think his name is Okobe, the, um, the mangaka for this, the creator of this property. The thing I love about his stuff so much and what I loved about Soul Eater is that he avoids the concept of good and bad. And places it along the concept of, like, different ways of seeing the world and different ways of handling what the world gives you. Mm-hmm. And he does that to amazing effect with um, the concept of madness in Soul Eater. So yep. much so that that's about the only... And I know there's other shows and I'm a bad researcher, but I'm only <laughs> one human. That's, that's when people at the end of my um, dis- disability anime panel come up to me and they like, what should I watch to like see any depiction of mental dis- of um, mental disability or mental strain in mm-hmm. anime? I give them Soul Eater because of Doctor Stein's whole arc. Yep. Yep. And I'm like, exactly. It, it, uh, and they and lots of them look at me. They're like, I started watching have i never finished watching it. i like look them dead in the eye i'm like you should finish watching it trust me mm-hmm. and like yeah. I, I very rarely see that kind of person back in like my panel again the next year but i can imagine that they'd like be like 
you were really right. You thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. because and, and of I, that, and I ahead. have to say, like, Fire Force, in my opinion, does a great job of not just showing this whole good versus evil struggle. They they really show a bit more about hey, here is. <clears throat> Here are characters who have lives, like, you know, they they show the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like, hey, we have this other company who clearly is going ahead, doing what they want, but is it bad when really they're trying to find a way to end this whole com- spontaneous combustion crisis that's happening? What yeah. do you feel about it, you know? Like, that push that happens is interesting, I feel. And they always have... And, and the stuff he writes has that kind of dichotomy where it's like, hey, we know there's a lot of things that maybe we should or shouldn't be doing, but what makes it better for the entire world? What does that mean like as people? And then how do you deal with like the different types of people that you meet with? Like, I will say Fire Force has probably a ton of diverse cast in terms of how they feel about things, the reason they do things, their whole – like feeling towards other characters and just what each character is really doing and why each one goes ahead and does it because they they have a real feeling a real backstory of reasoning that they understand to and it doesn't feel just forced it feels like what okabe probably does is he writes really fleshed out characters and then mop maps anime stuff anime manga like standards and tropes and stuff over them more than he starts with the trope and, like, spins out from that. Because you get characters like Shinra, who, as main character, who, motherfucker looks evil as shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I remember, um, there was, there was, I think, that one, there was, um, that one fight, he came from the ceiling, he looked like the demon devil himself. I was like, oh shit, we got devil man coming down to kill something. Okay, it's that kind of day. I didn't know it was you. <laughs> but it, it, it's true, like, a lot of times when they go ahead and they paint him, especially in a darker lighting, he looks like a devil. And they play that up, like, they mean it. It was, it's something very different and it's nice to see like hey you have a person who outwardly looking at him people are like dude he is the villain do not trust him like take two steps back and it, and it plays into his character like he has a nervous tendency to actually have a creepy smile every time he's nervous and you know what oh, i love it is when the Obi's best just like thing. i don't believe you and then he just like dresses him the fuck out and he's like yeah yeah exactly like I, I love it. It was it was such a I think it's as a character something really refreshing just to go ahead and have that. Hold on, I think I I, I know it. There we go. There we go. I love that. It's such a great moment just to see this nervous smile, and it's like it just plays into this character of like, hey, I'm going ahead. I I'm a nervous wreck, but. I'm trying to make good. I'm trying to be like better than what people make me out to be considering I have this thing called the devil's footprint and I have a nervous smile. It looks like I committed a crime every time. It's just and so they, interesting. And they like, by the end of the show, they like deal with like 
these good characters who made very clear choices for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, spoilers for this entire thing, just so we can have a conversation about it. Um, spoilers for the entire first season for whenever you're of Fire Force, for whenever you're listening to this. Yep. But it, when they get to the last episode and they have Admiral Burns, who is really like... Oh, man, Admiral Burns is a I, badass he, out of he, hell. He's like... He's like He's like every good part of the, who's the lazy drunk captain from Bleach, the one who wears the pink kimono and the hat. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's I like all the about. good parts of him, minus the like lazy assholeness. <laughs> yep. And yep. he says like, "I didn't tell you what happened to your parents because you would have tried to go after him, after them, and you would have died." Mm-hmm. I saved your life. Yep. yep. And the way that they demonstrate that with the whole show, when he says it, it's really clear and it's really true. It's not just him being conceited. It's not just him being an asshole adult, which is like a thing that lots of anime, especially now, hi Makoto Shinkai, oh, God. tend to do. Oh. is like, Anybody over the age of 30 needs to be burned at the stake because they're immoral assholes, which as someone who is now over 30, I take personal offense to. We're going to talk about, we're going to one day have to talk about weathering with you because I think he redeems himself in some better ways. He still falls (laughs) into some traps, but... I can't, I can't take that movie. That movie is like, and we're all going to die because of global warming. Happy (laughs) end! Oh, no. Like, okay. that dragged the whole theater. Like, we were all just like, fucking okay, weirdo. <laughs> but but it, it, it's it's true. Like, there, there's a lot of interesting things that they've done with, like, those characters. Like, Maki is amazing. And by the way, like, Maki's a great character. Our gorilla girl she she's a good girl. She's a good girl. She, Let her be. She, she, She'll bust you up. Now the, now here's the here's my the one like, problem with this show. Yeah. I, I I don't know why they did this, and I can't I can't quite approve of it. I like that it's there, but I don't like the way it's there. And I and I think you know what I'm getting into. The fan service? The fan service. So yeah. they did that with Claire in, um, what's it called in uh, Soul, Eater. Soul Eater? Yeah, they did that but, with Claire the cat. Yeah, they they did they did, but it, the problem I have with it is this: when they did it in Soul Eater, you can tell it was done intentionally. You can tell that it was done. At a moment when it was right and you had a way to breathe. Here, yeah, this is like it's like sometimes it's how she wins a fight. Yeah, or it literally just happens in the middle of fights. So yeah, it's like, I, I'm sorry, like we're invested in a moment and the fan service happens, and it's like, why though? Like. Well, the character that, like, I think gets... A, the other character I think gets away from them is the vice captain of the first... of the first, um... company, 
who speaks uh, like in no, no, weird no. fucking Orf. rhymes. Orf? Blue Orf? hair. He's got he's got the ice tuba. Oh yeah 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 yeah. That's first company. He speaks he speaks in like weird couplets all the time. Yeah, he has and a weird conversation sometimes. That that is like. That is them trying to adapt best they can, which at least they didn't give him a southern accent this time. Um, mm-hmm. a, hey, a, like, Justice, a way of calling speaking. you out, boy. Where's my justice? <laughs> Howdy. <laughs> Going to ride around in my motorcycle of justice. <laughs> yeah. That was a choice that I've never have let go in my life. I'm like, wow. Well, the, like, thing, the thing I know that like swapping Osaka accents for Southern accents from is actually um, uh, what's it called? Show About Nothing um, Adamangadayo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where they swap out yeah. Osaka's accent so she sounds like a cowgirl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No good I'm like, reason. I, even, I was like, um, I don't... And I looked at oh. oh, yeah, they do this for a while. Um, but... So weird, but... But like, I, I'm not gonna lie, like, I kind of, like, I watch... Okay, to be fair, I've watched this show in sub. I've tested it in dub. And... I, oh, I, I'm not gonna lie. In dub. He's weirder huh? in dub. Oh, I know he's weirder in he like I'm not gonna lie, like the cap- company eighth captain, he's weird in dub, and I kind of every time I listen to him, it just puts a stupid smile on my face, because <laughs> it's like well, I, you're so weird. <laughs> we'll let so you out. I watch this thing almost entirely in dub because I draw a lot, and one of the things I love to do is draw while I watch anime, and that means I can't necessarily read it. The mm-hmm. biggest problem I have right now is I can only make it halfway through a single episode of Izokun before I'm like, I need to draw something. And so, like, <laughs> that mm-hmm. episode's just halfway watched for, like, a week or something. Yeah, yeah. But, um, I think they got Obi right because mm-hmm. he's this, like, earnest, totally straight to a fault, like, pillar that everyone gathers around. Obi is the captain from Black Clover, from the Black Bulls, done correctly. Oh, God. Here we go with Black Clover again. I can't believe you're still watching that. Everyone! I broke broke the cycle. I was like, one day I just stopped watching it. I'm like, (laughs) stuck on 106, and I've never been happier in my life. The worst thing is this, so I have to admit, I went back and I'm double dipping now because, oh god, oh my god. <laughs> so how I, bad I, have it gotten now? It's got me now, and I'm like, crap, <laughs> why? <laughs> this is not what I want. And then I keep watching the episodes. Oh boy. It's amazing how much that show, like, how much effort it puts in compared to how much I did not care about it while watching it. <laughs> That's Even the worst thing. It's a like genuine surprise. I was like, of course, I don't give a shit. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> and then keep watching it. But like, 
better part of a year. Every Monday morning before I got out of bed, that's what I would do with my life because <laughs> I am a nightmare human. Oh my goodness. I'm telling you, this is a bad problem, but I, I'm. It's decent. It's not great. But Fire Force. I'm not going to lie. I want Fire Force to come back to save me from Black Clover because you know what? The show that actually did something with its plot had better characters in every way. They're funnier. It had better action sequences that didn't rely on, here's a random power, and then the guy who's already in the protagonist of another anime just being like, all right, time to go beyond 100% again, just staying around me like, okay, it's my time to do something. Punch but, done. So, you, you know what's the worst about that? And then we'll get back, once again, totally off topic. Well, not totally. Is that... They make a point of saying that in Fire Force, Obi is like the only character of the main class cast who could spawn, turn into, a, who could turn infernal, what they, mm-hmm. or what they call it. Um, but you like, he is constantly fucking training. He like carries, they say, 30 kilos of gear with yeah. him into any like fire situation. He is a former fucking Tokyo firefighter which if you know anything about the original ninja warrior you know that they're fucking built to murder oh god yeah oof they and so like that it's like you want some agile people who can flex on you in literally any way the tokyo firefighters they will go ahead and body any challenge you throw at them like they are fast nimble and strong like they are trained when he when he deals with inferno when this like hulking human deals with inferno he comes out and he's like a fucking like 10 ton suit of armor and with like a pile driver fist and he like Mm -hmm. runs in and does it himself. Meanwhile, everybody else has fucking fire feet and laser swords. Yep, yep, yep. But like, Yami from Black Bull, when they were given the the opportunity to give him backstory, they're like, no, fuck, no. Mm -hmm. Why would we do that? Mm -hmm. We've only been making you wonder about this dude's black backstory for Fucking a hundred some odd episodes. Why would we take this opportunity to do this? This seems irresponsible. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Keep wondering. Just keep it going. Keep it going. Move along. And also, it's stunning to me. It's stunning to me that somehow Japan was like, what if we were Orientalist racist towards <laughs> ourselves? Mm-hmm. I like it's a weird introflection moment that they're having right now. It's like how can we describe ourselves in a way that makes the world think that we're not think we're high on something? Let's do let's like, put ourselves down. Like, <laughs> what? So, you know the original avatar section of Korra, what if we made something that was the exact opposite of that and paid no respect to any to, to our own culture. It just made us like fancy Far Eastern man who came in on a fishing boat. Yep. Yep. Just great. He got a newfangled samurai sword from his <laughs> best blonde buddy. I'm telling you. Something special. It's so weird. Real special. 
But, but no. Oh boy. Like that's why I think they got Obi really right in like the voice actor, and mm-hmm. like I realize that Funimation uses about ten voice actors for fucking everything. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say fifteen just to be nice. I'm gonna say fifteen voice actors because. Okay. I, I I don't know. I'm on I'm on Funimation recently a little bit more, so I get to expand my horizons of what's happening. So I think there's like 15 now. They've grown a little bit better. Yeah, add another five. <laughs> time. We Listen, forced it only them all took to them move like to 10 Texas. years, and they got five more. That's not bad for us. <laughs> but like, I think they paired it right with. The character, because it like he, he, none of the characters in this ever seem off. Mm-hmm. They must have an exact. They must have a really excellent like um, bo director because like yeah. I, you never notice like in the dub version you never notice anything that seems super off. All the sound effects make sense. There's no like l- there's no slight lag ever. Mm-hmm. I never feel like I'm hallucinating, which is good. Like. Like, I, I gotta say, for Fire Force to really go ahead, I love the fact that they have a balance of, like, the world's perspective of, like, hey, we got matchboxes, we have a, we have companies, there's a bigger, like, actual trading company that supports them. But then you have a Sakusa. That is Sakusa arc came out of nowhere, and you know it. Like, that, that was, like... That... That was the one that was like we want to like, build this world and we want to tell you that there's like this weird group of people who's like no fuck the government we want to do it the old way and yep. we can because this guy's a nightmare have you met him no you haven't mm-hmm. because you're probably dead <laughs> and I gotta say I really enjoyed the Asakusa arc because that arc that arc really went to got to show in a positive way. Like the Japanese way, and and I'm not gonna lie, I started doing research on like the whole way that they did firefighting in like the Okinawa Islands and things like that, and it's astounding. Like, so like if, if you go ahead, you need to yeah. watch Promare because Promare. Uh, dude, also I've had seen that... Promare. I went to the first screening of Promare. Same. I think so. I... It's like they they really did it justice. Promare did it really like on the nose, exactly one for one. But Fire Force did just right, too, in a lot of ways, because they really, like, followed up this idea of, like, hey, you know, firefighting sometimes was about destroying things first to make it better. And they are okay with that. They accept, like, the things well, that have come... You, have you seen Shin Godzilla? Yes, yes. Shin Godzilla, at, like, the way they solved fucking Godzilla, solved for Godzilla, they're like, okay fucking dismantle this goddamn half of the city so we can fucking murder this thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, that... And, so... Uh, have you ever seen Miss Hokusai? Yeah, of course. You know the, um... Yeah, I, I know. It feels weird that you said of course, although of course. Um, <laughs> the scene where they... Where she runs to see the fire... Yep. And they're like, that, that, I mean, I know from just knowledge of history, that's how they handled fire. They just tried to contain it and let itself burn itself to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and the Asakusa arc was so much about, like, 
you know, it, it, we're not gonna, we don't let anybody else put out fires here because we're gonna destroy this town and we're gonna rebuild it every time. And they show that in a lot of detail, and they show that that's really the only thing Benny Morrow gives a shit about until he meets um, Shinra. Yeah. Shinra, and he's just like, okay, then an infernal fucking stab it in the heart. And, like, blow up half the town. Yeah. And then, like, give all the old people who I put out of of house, like, a place to stay until it's rebuilt. And it happens again. Yeah. But I I love, like, the cultural part of it that they go ahead and have in that. In that, hey, this small part of town, they're all family. Like, they know who each other are. They will house each of each other when their house gets burned down. And they're effectively waiting for everyone to combust, realistically. They're like, they want everyone to go out in, like, a glorious flame. If you get com- if you combust, we want you to go ahead and see everything you do. Live, live that up because your time has come. And they accept it, you know? And I appreciate, I, I really appreciate, like, the points that they bring to that. I thought it was super nice. And it's just, it, it was that modern meets, meets like old meets new kind of style where it's like, we don't quite trust you. You have to show us that you respect what we do before we can trust you, you know? And and so like the th- thing I was saying where like, oh, I think his name is Okabe. Um, uh, Okabe's like storytelling style doesn't revolve around Okubo. Good, good and evil necessarily. He has more of that in Fire Force mm-hmm. than he does in um, Soul Eater. Yeah, but mm-hmm. in Soul Eater, he relied on basically the viewer to like recognize that bad, this good. Mm-hmm. But in Fire Force, he kind of, he tells the viewer more, like, the evangelists are probably the fucking bad guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but in that, but because he doesn't have this, like, hung up thing, like, there needs to be an absolute bad guy and certain things are bad, he can do things like the Akusa arc where, mm-hmm. like, just the biggest fucking asshole in Benny Morrow just, mm-hmm. like, really loves his surroundings and loves the people he clearly grew up with and has no beef with the, with the, um, fire, with the, with the fire companies, but also does not want fucking anything to do with them. Yep, exactly. And, and that's something special. It's like, it's like Benny Morrow is effectively a character who, when you first see him, you're like, this guy's a dick. Like, like, is he gonna go ahead and seriously fight us over something so like, like miniature? And then he, you start to really see him, and it's like, he's not a bad guy. He cares about what he loves, and like, he loves the people that he and he's with, and he shows it, yeah, in a different way, but he cares about every little thing in there, you know? Like that makes a big difference, and and I gotta say, Fire Force really does show that, like. The people that you don't that you're getting looked down on, or like you would say, "Geez, that's a that's like a person that I would classify as evil," is like first first look is always deceiving. You don't know who the person is until you really get like, to know um, them. 
the captain of the the um captain of um the fourth company for um not the fourth company fifth. the um the, the fifth company yeah um I the woman name is yeah. Ibana yeah probably I'm I'm trying to remember and, it and she's like an absolute fucking <laughs> yeah say that Ibana and like every, every but like. She also, like, she has a soft spot in her, but they explain, like, why she is so fucking forceful and so, because she was a nun and she saw her entire, like, um, I forget what the term for a group of nuns. Yeah. They were all, like, like, in training. They were all, um, priestess in training, I think, or something like that. Yeah, they were all, like, nuns nuns in training, I think it was. Mm-hmm. Except for um, sister, sister Lily is the um, eighth company's nun's name, I think. Uh, let's see, let's see. I, no, it's Iris. Iris. So si- sister Iris, except mm-hmm. for sister Iris, just all burst into flames at once. So like, mm-hmm. you understand why she's super distant and like super does not fucking trust people and yeah. sees everyone as lower than her. Yep, but and it's they. Go ahead. No, so and and yeah, like it, it's one of those first impressions upon I think everyone we meet is pretty bad. Like it's either pretty bad or pretty good, but you never know what their true intentions are until we find out more, which I think Fire Force does a great job at, and like it really keeps you like questioning like. What's gonna happen with this person? Like we've met this person, like like um Vulcan, for example. That was well, another character. Vulcan that is was a like, really good, yeah. Like that was a Vulcan character. Vulcan and also Vulcan's assistant, who's like a mm-hmm. different thing. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I I love the fact that this is a show where they're where they're tell where they're teaching people. Hey, there's more to people. If you get to know them, you know, and get and give it a chance, you know, but and not like they get so like the Naruto thing is, and this is true of Bleach is everyone in Bleach or Naruto is defined by their connection to the main character. Yep. Yep. So like Eno is not important because Eno is important. Eno is important because of her relationship with Naruto or her like proximity or whatever and that leads you to like weird fucking things like they couldn't pull off the first season of Baruto without having arcs that had Naruto in them because yeah. they knew you wouldn't give a shit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah when it's, part... it's that whole it's that whole reach of like hey where in the world do we put our characters and what does our characters mean besides Oh, they're a person that's related to this person inside the anime. Like, each person has their own personality. They all have a purpose in why they're doing things. And Fire Force does a great job at that. Like, they're people first, you know? Not just yeah. a means to an end for a character. Or our main character in this case, you know? Yeah, Which... and, like, they, they all have their own, like, odd motivations. And some of their motivations just, like are dumb like so this is (laughs) 
this is something I appreciate about uh, appreciate about Okabe. He doesn't have a star system. It's not like he's um what's his face um uh Astro Boy guy. The the guy who um started Astro Boy who who made Astro Boy who has a star system where those characters show up in everything he does. Um. Tezuka? No. Um, yeah, te- yeah, Tezuka. Like, Tezuka oh. has what... He kind of pioneered the star system in storytelling, which means, like, you know, like, Dororo will show up somewhere else. Um, Actor Boy will show up somewhere else. Maybe name something different, but, like, it'll still be the same character design. Lots of people borrowed from that. Um, the one I always think of is um, Ayazawa. Basically oh, wow. all of her stories. If you look at Nana... Um, Neighborhood Stories and um, Paradise Kiss are like three biggest things. They all take place in the same continuum. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, Okabe doesn't do that except for one stupid joke. (laughs) (laughs) And that is Excalibur. You gotta, you gotta admit, it's and a Excalibur great is always like either a moron or attached to a moron. Yep, yep, and it's great. I, I love the fact that it's a, in, in my opinion, it's not even a star. It's more about the running gag. It's all about yeah. the running gag, and just appreciating it. Because I'm not gonna lie, I, I, I think he's an idiot, but I love him for all the great reasons of. Like what I love is like he's like not he's an idiot and everyone in the show is like oh, fuck god damn it <laughs> and like, there's a respect for the idiot you know it's like you respect the idiot but you know he's an idiot at the end of the day and like, everyone remember, else knows it too my favorite my favorite moment and this this I understand the flaws in this moment, but it's just so good that I love it. Is when he's I forget his name, the like character who uses Excalibur's name, but um, when he's fighting off Arthur, the like Arthur Boyle, uh, uh, Arthur Boyle, when he's fighting mm-hmm. off he's the like Arthur, mirage things, and oh, yeah. he's got the donkey <laughs> head taped to his crotch. Yep, yep. And, like, he has in his silver. brain. He imagines himself as riding a valiant steed. Yep. And then, like, just somebody's like, yo, you know that's just a donkey head taped to your crotch. And just, <laughs> like, everything in him is just like, oh, fuck. I look like a <laughs> moron. <laughs> like, he has I, a real, I love like, that so much. It's such a moment great moment where he's just like, oh, fuck. I'm a moron. I look like a moron. <laughs> Damn it. And then he's like, sucks again? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. It's such a it's such a funny moment too because they build him up to go out there with so much courage. He's like, "This yeah. is your moment. You are a knight. You have a steed. Go. You can do anything." And he, and he buys does it for a while, and then it's just like goes away. <laughs> that was. I love it. I love that moment. It's so good. The one thing I will say about the fan service is like a comedy aspect. Is it helps keep the show from going too dark? Yeah, because there's some dark moments. Like we've Soul got people got fucking. Soul Eater got fucking dark 
and yeah. like didn't come out of that place for like Oof. until the episode fifty one, literally the end of the show. Yeah, and they they went in for that moment too. They went in for that whole last of that arc. It was like, oof, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, like that's a lot. Fucking, this is creepy. I'm not gonna go to sleep for an extra half hour tonight. Um, but yeah, it's just like he. Had, it was a lot. Yeah, so I like would bet if I, he was planning out this story, he's like, okay, I need. Like, either to build a character specifically for, or to have at least one concept to, like, kind of let the tension off every once in a while. And I think that's where you get, um, Tamaki and Mm -hmm. Arthur Boyle from. Because, like, they, they are, like, serious, strong, powerful characters who have, like, a comedy quirk. Yeah. That makes mm-hmm. that makes it so like in the middle of a fight you'd be like <laughs> and like yeah. you're less fucking in it and it just mm-hmm. brings you back to like oh yeah I'm watching a cartoon. Yeah, there was that great moment with um Arthur that I love where it's like him facing off the inferno that got that got picked up from Asakusa and they're charging in yeah. and it's like he's getting a beat down he's like. Why am I being beat down? And he looks at his hand finally. He's like, I'm using the wrong hand. And they're like, oh, this is go time. And it got super cool and serious out of nowhere. And he's like, it's dead. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, it, it's so many great little moments where it's like, and it's nice touches. Like, uh, Henny Kami's the, the, the vice captain. I I love yeah. the vice captain. He oh, is he's like he's like he he's he's straight laced, but you it, everything about him is so unserious. It's like every time you look at his hat, it's like what the heck are you wearing, captain? Like, and then <laughs> it's it's just so good. It's just so good. Uh, the thing I the, the like moment I love from him the most is Vulcan. Like so, Vulcan is this. It's a character that they basically come up with to be their um, engineer. engineer, who's the person who maintains all the equipment and makes new equipment. And his solution for for Shinikami is not like fancy floating fire-powered gauntlets or like cool-ass gear. It's, no, I'm going to give you a bunch of fucking muskets. Like, I'm just going to craft muskets for most of my life. And mm-hmm. you're just going to take these muskets and you're going to fuck them up by fucking other people up. Oh, yeah. It's great. <laughs> so it's like, like hey, listen, like, you got guns. You know what? I got I got cannons for you, boy. You going to go and just blow it up. And I love it. It's like... It's, just, it's, it's really like... <laughs> It's, it's just like, no, no, like, you don't understand. It's not that you have, need a gun that's really efficient. You just need more guns. <laughs> more bigger it's, guns. It's, it's like, it's like the, oh. the Gate of Babylon thing from Fate. As seen oh, yeah. Through that butt fighting anime where it was the Gate of Bootylon. It was just like her squeezing butts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like 
just a notch more serious. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, we're going to send you in a tunnel, but you got a backpack on. Okay, that's, that's, that's pretty tactical. The backpack is filled with just barrels for your giant cannon shots. Like, wait, what a minute. You did what? You gave wait, him just barrels for a cannon. And uh, uh, the thing I like the most about um, the tunnel arc is, like, a, like a Naruto thing. The, the, um, the Sand Village arc of Naruto. Every part of that was a fucking struggle. Every part of that was like these characters pulling teeth out of my skull on some level. Like, it was cool looking, and we got puppet Sakura out of it, but like, this is like, they go into those tunnels, and they go to fucking work, and like, the bad guys in those tunnels are like, oh fuck, we fucked up. Yeah, and it's an uphill we battle. Fuck. Man. It's an uphill battle, and I love it. It was so... And, like, I'm not gonna lie, like, seeing the, um... Seeing that burst, the Adola burst kick in, like... Yeah. Man, Shinra, you got me messed up in here, because that was too good. You've got some really, like... You've got something special going on right now, you know? Well, I- I like I, my favorite character in the show and in the manga was Maki because they like they mm-hmm. just <laughs> I love her intro when they're like she may look like she's really tough but she's just filled with flowers and sunshine and they show like a an X-ray of her skull and it's filled with like nectar mm-hmm. and a bird drinking out of it. <laughs> the just kind, that, like she's the nice one and yet don't piss her off. <laughs> like, don't piss her off. I love it. I love it. I, it was so, and I, I love her character because it's like, here's someone who, by the, like, they, they explain her backstory. It's like Hanakami, I believe, is an, is the vice captain's name. He pushed her. Like, he was like, you want to become, like, one of one of the fire force. You have to. You have to actually work. Like, you need to go in and work hard. And he always put that up in her head to the point where she is where she is now. Like, he relies on her for everything. It's insane. I love that, you know? Is that, like, movement of not just her doing it because, oh, I'm here, but, like, hey, I struggled to get here and I earned my place, you know? Yeah, but not and, and like, who she is. I think that. So I think that when. Fire Force was announced, and then Promare was announced. It became the season of the hot firefighter. Oh God! Um, that, but I think that, that bad timing. Ev- everybody thought that Promare was going to outshine, or vice versa. And I did mm-hmm. an episode on Promare, and that movie is amazing. If you haven't go- seen it, go see, see it. it. It's going to be on Blu-ray soon next month. Yeah, it's like be on they, they're basically like releasing it until you can buy it. <laughs> Where I can mm-hmm. be like, just like, hey man, we heard you got open spaces in your theater. How about some? We throw some of that money your way so you throw Promare like five times. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, great for that reason. I love it. <laughs> but everybody was afraid that like one was gonna outshine the other, and I think that the reason why Promare didn't outshine Fire Force was because Fire Force was like, it was about. 
I've heard the promo I described as being about like creative people versus society, and what Fire Force is more. It's about the civic duty work of being a firefighter, and everybody in the fire company in the um, fire soldier companies mm-hmm. are really like civic workers. They're like not. Yeah. They're not there for like the glory of any of it. They're there for like I got in, I got into this to save lives. Mm-hmm. And yep. that's what the whole show is really about. And it's about like um, the great scene in the I think it's in the in the second episode when Obi is like Arthur and um ah fuck um main character name Shinra Arthur Shinra put your weapons away and they don't listen to him and he pulls them aside and he's like fucking morons. We're not just going to put out a fire. We're going to kill that man. We're going to kill that woman's wife and that girl's grandfather. She's already lost both her mother and father to uh, to self to self to 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 being infernals. Mm -hmm. Show some respect, and they're like, "Oh, um," and they stuff them in their jackets. They're like, "We're fucking morons." And they yep. have that moment where, like, you feel genuinely bad for this person who has just, like, lit up in the middle of the day and they're struggling to sit there and, yep. like, they're burning alive. Yep. And they've I, and the other thing is they make sure that they have prayer for everybody who they extinguish. Infernal. Because as Obi mm-hmm. later says, we can tell them that we're – we can – we can tell ourselves that we're sending them or whatever, but we're fucking murderers. Yep, yep. And there's and that it, reality that I appreciate. It's like, you know, yeah. And the, like, when they get to Shinra's mom and, like, the infernal that Shinra's mom became or is, throughout uh, so seeing the infernals, it's like, there's a sadness to it. That I wonder if this story was done by somebody else. I don't think they could avoid it being there, but I think they'd minimize it in a way that made it less important to the story. Yeah, it, like, it got referenced a lot in the show, but I'm not going to lie. I kind of appreciate it because the show really did have a big family element to it, which... It really made sure to drive home, both in familial family, like blood family, but then the family that you have with you, you know, the family that's there by your side. And they really go to show that, hey, this company is not just a team. We're a family, you know, like we take care of each other, you know? Yeah. Like, I appreciated that a lot, you know? And uh, and like I said, I think the... Thing that they do with Tamaki and they do like her lucky lecture thing is really it's just taking the cat the magical cat girl from um Soul Eater and like amping it up and putting it kind of in the middle of the story at places to give you a place to breathe when you're dealing yeah. with things like 
when you first encountered Joker and you're like, he's a different dude. What the fuck is he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I th- I'm, gl- I'm glad that you could, that you could talk, that we finally like linked up and figured this out. Like we finally both successfully moved and were able to do this because I want, I wanted to talk about the show for a long time, but I wanted to talk about it with somebody else who had seen it because this show went on the radar. This show underperformed. This show really, this show underperformed actually. And I feel bad for it. Like this is one of the shows where it did not get nearly as much watch as I I thought it deserved. Truthfully, which was crazy to think. What was on, what was on in that season? I forget. Hmm. That's a good question. Let me take a quick look. But if I remember correctly, there was there there was a lot of big front runners of that season. Um, I know it was in some one season, at least the same as My Hero, which is always unfortunate. I think mm-hmm. was it also um on at the same time as Demon Slayer. I feel like it was it was for a little while, yeah. I think they both um, started at the same time, and Demon Slayer under Demon Slayer underperformed until, um, the Spider Mountain, the like the end of the Spider Mountain arc, and then mm-hmm. it like really took off. Um, but I. I'm surprised it underperformed because this is like it's like a classic shonen action show. I feel like it underperformed, I think. I, I really do. Like I remember it being not really well talked about. Like there was a lot of people who were like, Oh yeah, it, it, it's there, it's it's good, you know, but no one actually had a lot of detail for it. A lot of people were like, "Oh, you know, it, it's it's a, it's an interesting watch." You know, that was really it. No one really talked too much about it. So, um, I'm just bringing this up. So that season had, oh yeah, that was a stack season. Okay, so, <laughs> oh boy, we had Doctor Stone, Vinland Saga. Okay. okay. Um, astral space we had um oh boy jeez uh cop craft boy this was summer we had we had uh sinful gear gear four episodes into cop craft and i couldn't take it anymore yep demons no demon slayer was at its height actually because this was the second half of demon slayer so okay yep Okay. This that this was sense. a hard time. Carolyn Tuesday was still airing at the time. Um, oh okay, man, but was Carolyn Tuesday thing. really airing, or was it like in Netflix limbo and everybody was no, just it was still it. airing actually. Okay, that that was during the weekly airing time. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was like in like weird Netflix jail. Okay, gotcha. No, not weird Netflix jail. Actually, t- up there. Wow. So yeah, that that was summertime. Um. That that's and I'm not gonna lie. I'm glad like my anime list puts it at seven point seven eight, which I'm happy it even got that. Being honest, because it was it's it's a hard 
see that was a hard season like that season i was watching vinland saga dr stone i was watching dumbbells i was watching demon slayer still i was watching oh yeah you are like the target demographic for dumbbells aren't you oh i was watching that day in and day out <laughs> Every single episode, I was in I finally it and doing. I found the target demographic for dumbbell. I was so doing happy. the workouts, post everything. I was, I was that sucker. It was like, and the worst thing is this: I convinced my other friends to watch it with me, and they started oh, going no. to the gym with me. And it was like that time I got my girlfriend to watch Sleeping with Heineko, and she gave me like a look, like, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> But yeah, like, yeah. You like, want to see the workout video one? And she's like, "What? Yeah, yep. but what?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I gotta say, like, that was yeah, that was a stack season, and I'm just glad it it did decent. Oh, so I just looked it up. They are getting a season two. Um, I, I was pretty year. sure they were getting a season two because I, I mean, it, it. Yeah, it's happening this year. Actually, we're getting season two. Oh, that's good. Oh, so so. They did. They did what Attack on Titan couldn't fucking yep. figure out, which is they probably aired the first season and started working on the second season during the airtime, so yep. they line up well for like, a like, second season the next year. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So that's good. I'm really glad to hear that. Like. That makes me really happy because I know we got a lot more stories to cover, especially and the also, way that you know. The thing they get to do instead of making JoJo's Bizarre Adventure until the end of time. Hey, hey, I still want Star- Stone Ocean, okay? Don't talk about my JoJo's like that. <laughs> I'm not saying, like, I don't like JoJo's. Everything I've seen of JoJo's, I've been like, this is weird and amazing. I should watch this. Or I could go to sleep, and I always make the wrong choice and go to sleep. Oh, <laughs> boy. Oh boy. Okay, we're gonna have to fix that one day. <laughs> together. I made it like five episodes into Stardust Crusaders. I watched a lot of Diamond is Unbreakable because that show is fucking weird. That's amazing. Diamond is Unbreakable is so good. I love it. And that. um, what's his face? Money Man. The like. Okuyasu. The, like, you know, yeah. Okuyasu. Okuyasu. It's with possibly the hand. one of my favorite characters ever invented in anime just because he's just the fucking dumbest dumbest dirtbag mm-hmm. on the planet. And I'm not gonna the worst thing is this he has the most OP um <laughs> um stand ability. Like you erase whatever you slash at dude. You can erase oh, air by the time way, and the um the stand that nobody can explain in part five, um, like Red Crimson, like Red oh. Crimson. Th- yeah, Crimson that, King. that's Crimson fucking King. animation concepts. That's all that is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I heard that mapped out. I'm like, so you're getting rid of the in-between cells? Fuck off! <laughs> like it's not that hard. What do you? Mm-hmm. It, I, mm-hmm. I didn't even it have to so go to college for this shit. They taught it to me when I was a high schooler and a moron. <laughs> How do you not know this? Come it's on. So but, like, if you had to explain what actually is happening in real life and it happened to you, you know you'd be like, what the fuck? Like, that's so No, weird. I'd be like, I'd be like, it's like I was, it's like 
the the animation of my life had the in between cells removed without my knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Telling you, but I, I'm not gonna lie. Watch some JoJo's, but I mean, I, I totally it's, watched it's getting... some JoJo's, and yeah. honestly, like as soon as I found out there was a female JoJo in like the like storyline somewhere, I'm like. I want to get to that one, which I think is the next um, arc. Yeah, it is, is the next one, Jolene. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I want to get to that one because I just want to see how they make this macho psycho shit work if it's not deeply homoerotic. It's, 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 what do you mean it is homoerotic and we love it? <laughs> I don't know what you're <laughs> no, talking no. about. I'm just like, but how do we add a girl to this and like not make her Lisa Lisa? No, 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 no. She, she is a boss. Like, holy shit, she's a boss. Like, I love it. But Fire Force, I, I want to try and like try and sum this up. Um, because Fire Force is something special. I think if everyone, if you haven't watched Fire Force, I recommend it. I think it's a great show. It has a lot of good storyline. It has a lot of heart to it, and all the characters really care about. What they're doing, you know? And it's written that way, in that you care about everyone's reasoning and everyone's purpose, you know? And you're going to get some great fun out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. And what I would say is... So I had this problem with anime for, like, a solid two seasons in that it felt like none of it was narratively held together well. And I was, like, looking at things, I was like, what the... Why should I care? Fire Force at every point, even before you realize it's doing that, gives you a reason to care about the characters and care about the the A plot, mm-hmm. and like be in, but be interested in like the B plots of everybody else's life, of all the other characters in their lives, yeah. in a way that lots of shows, lots of shonen shows, definitely just aren't interested in. Um. So. And uh, Alan brought it up, I brought it up. The fan service isn't really that, isn't actually that grating. It's just, it's just placed in weird, in weird parts. So it's, um, it's definitely worth giving a look. I think I, I would totally agree with you, Alan. It's totally worth doing. Yeah. Yeah. But. Any any kind of recommendations you have for people who want to get interested in it? Best best way to get in? Um, I would just I would literally just watch the show because the show is, you know, literally panel for panel the manga, especially up until the, um, the, of, uh, the uh, up until the where they end. Where Shinra is finding out about what ha- act, what Shinra actually finds out about his parents, um, and if you want, if you want to, like an easy watch, I would watch it dubbed because the dub is really excellent. Um, you can also watch it subbed if you only have a Crunchyroll subscription, but it's a good, it, it's a good sub, it's a good yeah, sub. It's, it's a good dub too. So you re- kind of really can't go wrong here. I would just say, you know, if you're interested in it all, just, like, jump in feet first, and you'll probably have a good time. Because Mm -hmm. they have enough character archetypes that you'll find a character you really like. 
Yep. Shinra is a really unique... He's like definitely not an anti-hero, but everything about him screams anti-hero. Yep, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I would just like it. Like I said, I would. You don't have to read the manga for this one. I would just go with the anime. Yeah, definitely, definitely agree. And and I gotta say, like the the adaptation the adaptation that they did was really good. Like it's very good. You you really can just sit sit back, watch it, enjoy it. And not worry about like the the fact that you're gonna feel off put by something that wasn't intentional by the author, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, so on that note, I think that this is a good place to like end it. Um, I have been Alex and I've been here with special guest Alan. Um, Alan, if there's any place you want people to find you, plug uh, away. I'm... Yeah, I don't have a real place right now. I'm still sorting out what I'm going to be writing. One day you will have a real place on the internet. (laughs) I know. I have no real place on the internet. I just exist in it. I I sometimes am on the uh, anime subreddit. Sometimes I'm on Intensity writing. Sometimes I'm on WordPress writing. It depends on the day, honestly. But um, I I always just say, go out, watch more anime. That's that's what you want to do. Go out and watch more anime because it's great. There's so many offerings now. We live in effectively the golden age of anime, honestly. Like every, every season we get anime that years back could have been anime of the year quality. It's that yeah, intense right now um, with anime. So it's a great time to really be watching anime, try different things, and experiment because a lot of anime now are really doing either same traded territory that is better done and better produced than it's ever been. Or it's just new anime that we just don't expect, which is nice. It's a nice change of pace to be able to see that. Um. Yeah, so, uh, like I said, I've been Alex, and I've been here with special guest Alan. And if you like this podcast, definitely give us give me a like and follow and all those like stars and all that stuff wherever you listen to podcasts, especially iTunes, apparently. But until next time, you have been listening to Lunchbox Radio, and I'll talk to you later.